Nelson in looking for Garza backside and in for the first goal in Atlanta United history from Yamil Assad. Take a look at history. Hi y'all. Welcome to Five Stripe Final, the only highly distributed audio discussion discussing all things Atlanta United MJ Sam Jones from Dirty South Soccer. Joe Patrick from Dirty South Soccer is over there. Hey Joe, the Hawks are dumb. I'm so mad. I am not in a good mood. We are recording this, uh, let's see, about 8.30 on a Thursday night. It's June 21st in the year of our Lord, 2018, and the Hawks suck. The Hawks suck. This is a soccer, H-Dad. We, we are well aware, but the NBA draft has just somewhat gone down, and and Atlanta sports going to Atlanta sports. Yeah, we deserve everything bad that happens to us. I mean, we can't complain at this point. It's just, you know, this is what mm-hmm. we are. Mm-hmm. Um, we it. suck. We just suck so bad, and I'm actually now a Mavericks fan. I didn't know if you knew oh, that. Oh, congrats. Congrats. Yeah, thank hey, you. you guys have a protected... First round pick next year. If you, if you so my so congrats. Yeah, my senior year of high school, I went to about twenty Hawks games. As a, as a pretty big commitment, as like you know, when you're yeah. in, in high school, you know they only play like forty home games a year, and uh, we would go. So we they were terrible. It was their like one of their worst seasons of all time. I think they had thirteen wins that season, and they had a a program called Fanatical Fan, where like the first thirty fans that went to the stadium. They gave them like a t- they gave us t-shirts and we got to sit like right behind the bench because they needed to they needed to look look like there were people at the game right in the in the arena so they would like we just bought the cheap seats but we were moved down and through that process there was a guy there who was in our section every game and every game he was wearing a jersey from the other team the team that the Hawks <laughs> were playing against and we called him Trader McGee we didn't know his name. But we just called him Trader McGee, and we we shared taunts back and forth. And this is my Trader McGee moment tonight. Like this is where I this is where it ends. I am become now. Trader I McGee, now I I actually respect him. I respect what he his play. Uh huh. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. I know. He's not wrong. I, I actually I actually feel bad for having made fun of him for his antics over the years. Mm. Just more of the same. More the same. Y'all are upset about an open cup loss. Please, we could be the Hawks. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> that's a, that's a very good way to frame it. Come on, I did see someone say that Atlanta blew a twenty-eight-three lead in the NBA draft too, and that one just hurt. <laughs> that one just hurt real bad. Um, let's ease the pain a little bit. Let let's let's ease the pain a little bit. Let's go out and get a big win Sunday against Portland. What say you, Joe Patrick? Sound yeah, like a good we, idea? yeah, we need that. We need that in a bad way. Do Especially, we, I mean, no, nothing's gone right. Nothing's gone right in the last, I don't know, 20, 72 hours, 48 yeah. hours, 24 hours even, yeah, I guess. It's been a day or, or so, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I don't know when people are listening to this, but it's all been bad. It's I do want to point bad. something out. I mean, we're not really going to talk that much U.S. Open Cup. It is what it is. We've been writing about it a ton. We've got some great reporting on the, on our site, Dirty South Soccer, if you want to read, uh, you know, reporting quotes from the players, the team, from uh, Tata Martino. I do want to say Tata Martino, from the beginning of this U.S. Open campaign, said he was going to rely on these the end of the the roster players, the the depth players, and the young younger players to help get the team through. So 
Um, that's been something that's been on the table ever since, and that's just something that a lot of teams do um, in, in cup matches. We see it like, you know, if you follow a big uh, Premier League team, you know that they don't play like their strongest lineup in these early rounds of the domestic cups. So it is what it is. And, and it's not like the U.S. Open Cup is even as prestigious as something like the FA Cup. It would definitely be more like along their Carling Cup or whatever they call it, Carabao Cup. It's, it, that's kind of more along the lines of the prestige of what U.S. Open Cup is. So, yeah. Yeah. It sucks that we went out, but it's not that big a deal. It's really not. I, I, I found it so hard to really really care i was interested in seeing just kind of how things would work out with the way we set up last night but as far as becoming emotionally invested in the like seven or so red pixels i could see on my my stream from this game the stream was terrible (laughs) it was hard to do it was hard to do i i uh like to pretend the entire time that i was playing like a sega genesis game and that's how i was watching it and it kind of made it more fun um, well, well, well. That's the thing. I, I was the same way with these U.S. Open Cup games. The, the thing that intrigues me the most about them is just seeing the lineup and seeing how the players in that lineup are going to mm-hmm. combine together and how they're going to perform. So that's kind of the most interesting part. And I think, in that sense, it's kind of disappointing that we won't be able to really see many of those experimental lineups anymore. You know, we probably won't see Andrew Carlton make a start this season unless we've like clinched Supporter Shield before the season's over or something. Right. Um, and that but was yeah. the really interesting decision, wasn't it? Was Andrew Carlton not starting? It, to see Vasquez out there and and struggle may just about wrap things up for the uh, Brandon Vasquez experiment for for a little while, anyways. Uh, yeah, it's just, it was, it's it was gonna be shocking. hard to throw him back out there. He's just been so miserable. I don't know if he's been hurt or, or he just misses Anton or what. <laughs> Yeah, off. I feel bad for him. I mean, he was actually one of our more, like, high, not high profile, but just, like, one of our, like, good prospect type signings. He was solid we, last when, year. When he we were putting this team together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was a guy who had been playing for the U.S. Uh, U19 team. Um, and, you know, he, like, it's not to say he's done or anything. You know, he's still got, like, a ton of potential. But Absolutely. he just needs to he just needs to start playing in his position that he's best at. And to me, that's a center forward. He's not a winger. He's not this like a, whole he's not, put Brandon on the wing thing has been kind yeah. of strange from the start. It seems he's like. not quick. He's not a dribbler. He's a big, strong player, and he should be playing centrally. And I, I can understand why Tata probably wants to put him out there just so we can get him on the field because we already have you know Romario Williams kind of in that backup striker role. But yeah, it, I, I don't think it's doing him that much service by playing him in in a position that's not his natural fit. Yeah. It's a tough loss. It's a it's lame to lose. We're not like happy about losing, sort of. Of course, kind of maybe. I don't know. I was a little happy. I didn't have to tweet through that anymore. <laughs> to be totally honest, oh uh, damn this job sometimes. But I think one of the good things to take away from it is that Chicago was somewhat going for it, and that's because Chicago is trash, and Chicago yeah. only sees one way towards getting any kind of trophy, any kind of silverware this year. And that's through the U.S. Open Cup, because the next few rounds would have been pretty easy, I guess, to an extent anyways. You're going to face a Louisville Louisville FC team that's going to be pretty tough. But from there, it was kind of some interesting MLS teams thrown in there as well. It was, it was not a difficult road toward MLS Cup. Chicago and, saw and, that and saw an opportunity, and they went for it a lot more than us because they have nothing else to play for, guys. 
Yeah, Tata pretty much stated that explicitly after the game. He was like, yeah, we knew there was a possibility they were going to come in with a strong lineup because of the way their season is going um, and that they are traditionally a team that pushes for this competition, um, which also traditionally kills teams um, in their in their regular season hopes. Like, I don't, I don't know how many teams have actually won U.S. Open Cup and won Supporters' Shield. No idea if that's ever happened. Probably has happened a long time ago, but I don't think it's happened recently. Maybe so, it has. Someone I don't know. did it. I it just DC sounds like it would be hard. It. I can't remember. But who? I think DC might have done it at one point. But I could be making that up. Um. Anyway, that's over and done with. We move on to Sunday's game. We kick on. Stop. <laughs> did we kick on with a cultured foot, Joe Patrick? Is that what we kicked on with? <laughs> clinical. Clinical, Joe Patrick. Clinical. Sunday, 4.30 Eastern time on Fox. That's Big Fox, not Fox Sports Southeast, not Fox Sports 1. We are live nationally from Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Roof will be closed sexy. most likely, but still very, very sexy, like Joe Patrick said. Portland Timbers come to town. Uh, you can catch it on Big Fox, like we said. Or you can listen to it on 92.9, Mike Conti and Jason Longshore doing a nice job over there. But the Timbers come to town. They are sixth in the Western Conference, 13 games played, six wins, four draws, three losses, 20 goals for, 18 goals allowed, and 22 points on the year. And they're coming into this one pretty hot, Joe Patrick. In their last eight games, they are unbeaten. They had a six-game winning streak at one point. They've drawn the last two but that six game winning streak all six wins they have on the year coming from that six game winning streak they have one lost in the last 11 games joe patrick that's now, pretty crazy i have a question for you mm-hmm. and this is one of a couple questions i'm gonna throw your way tonight because i find portland fascinating and i want to go ahead and say this off the top of the show that i believe portland is secret trash now, if you are not aware of what Secret Trash is, it is something I'm stealing from a college football podcast called The Solid Verbal. But it's this idea that teams, maybe their record, are less indicative of how actually talented they are, which in this case is minimally talented. Because Portland, we'll get on to it, kind of sucks low-key. Kind of sucks low-key. We'll get into well, why? it. We'll get into why, it. Why, do they, why do they suck? We're, we're going to get into it, but first. Okay, okay. But first, I want to I see if you can get this. Okay. Last 11 games, one loss. It was on April 8th. It was a 3-2 loss, their last loss. Mm-hmm. Who was it to? I have a good feeling I know that I'm, I'm going to get this right. Okay. And my reasoning, April 8th was a long time ago, right? <laughs> that was like probably the... You're already on the right track, Joe Patrick. Was it Orlando? It was Orlando. Yeah. It was right in the midst. That was all done. Well done. I knew as soon as he started talking. Ah, it was beautiful. It was back during that uh, that winning streak they had before they, you know, fired their manager <laughs> on a news dump after the Portland-Spain game. We, we haven't, haven't, we haven't, we haven't done we an H-Dad since, since this, this has happened. Great. Oh, my gosh. I wow. honestly was surprised it took them so long to do it. I was shocked that it didn't happen the day after... Um, that last result, or was it the was it the week before? Who ooh, ooh, I forget what the result was. Did them in? I don't really keep up with them game to game. 
but they waited till like Thursday or Friday to try to. They waited till the very final whistle of Portugal and Spain, which is probably the best World Cup <laughs> match we've had in a real long time. The eyes of the world are upon Cristiano Ronaldo, and the PR team went, we're going to tweet through this. And it was amazing. I applaud them for it, but it was so transparent, you know, that it was very easy to make fun of. What do they call but, that in the PR world? Like taking out the trash, you know? like trying dump. To, Just throw yeah. a news dump out there. And you usually do these things on Friday anyway, uh, but they didn't even... They didn't even give the dude like a like a send off or anything like that. They were just like, "Here's like 300 words. We had an intern type up. Christ, out, gone." Well, I, and I saw a rumor today that they're looking to. They interviewed Caleb Porter. I would be shocked if he wanted that. If he wanted that job, I can understand why he would want to go in and at least talk to them and do an interview, just so he can kind of keep himself active. Mm. That's good career advice for any 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 young professional. You know, keep keep going to job interviews, even if you're not necessarily looking to leave. keeps you keeps you fresh. Keep you. Keeps you thinking about your next career opportunity, but I, I'm surprised Caleb Porter would even be interested in that job because it seems like they're like pretty tied up with all their like all their money has been spent by Jason Christ um, <laughs> to try to get them into the playoffs this year. <laughs> that's one of the, that's the big deal, you know. He he loses six straight with the cast that he put together that he invested a lot of money into this offseason and he failed. He failed, and they ton of allocation money on Don Wire. Yep. On Sasha Kleshin. Yeah, I mean, they've spent a ton of their allocation money. I think they have some of the least amount in the in the league. And to go along with the coaching search thing, they are looking, uh, it looks like, towards a Brazilian name, too, as well. Uh, I've seen Scolari pop up a couple times. Big Phil. I saw Kaká. I saw Kaká, too, which would be amazing. Amazing. He has no managerial experience. Um, <laughs> that would be the best. Be I beautiful. hope that happens. It's, they do have Brazilian connections, though. I believe their owner is Brazilian, yes. So it'd be interesting to see what they end up doing there. You may be wondering why we're talking about Orlando in our Portland preview, and you may be wondering why we're so obsessed with Orlando, Orlando City fans. And as always, I say, have you ever seen a guy like in a Kroger with a face tattoo? And you can't stop thinking about that guy with a face tattoo for like the next three or four hours, you know? Orlando City is the face tattoo of the MLS and you kind of just can't stop looking at it sometimes. You kind of just can't stop looking. Can't look away. To their credit, they are ambitious, though. You know, this is a, a move that kind of indicates that and all the stuff they have done as far as bringing in players is showing ambition. They're going to, at some point, they're going to be competent and ambitious, but it's not right now. And it's great. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I Honestly, like I, like I said, I was surprised they hadn't fired Christ earlier, but I think firing him was the right call. He just wasn't wasn't getting a response from his players, didn't set him up well tactically. No. Nope. Portland, also a team, Joe Patrick, that yes. had to make a big move in firing a name we just mentioned, Caleb Porter. Yeah. Last year, they bring in Giovanni Savarisi. Again, he struggles at the beginning, and we're kind of using back to the Portland preview now after we kind of veered off the road for a second. Thanks, Orlando. But Giovanni Severis comes in. Uh, Severisi? Is that what we're saying it here? Severese? Something like that. Okay, cool. We'll figure it out. I think it's Severese. Severese? Yeah. Someone let us know. Sure. Comes in. Again, struggles at the beginning a little bit. But again, last few games, very, very good. Now, Joe Patrick, again, they have six wins on the year. They had that six-game winning streak for two draws right before this game coming in. Of their six wins... How many has the Portland Timbers won 
by more than one goal? Um, I don't know. I have no idea. Tell Just me. the one. Really? Joe Patrick. Yep. Just the one. They have one 3 nothing win against a good team, New York City FC. But every other win they've had has been by a single goal. And this kind of leads into my Portland is low-key secret trash. Okay? Okay. The metrics do not love Portland. They just don't. They just don't. Looking at it right now, they are 14th in expected goals for per game. They are 11th in expected goals allowed per game. So they are not creating a whole lot of great chances, and they are allowing some pretty decent chances on the reg. They're actually allowing it chances to a point where they are projected to have a negative goal differential. So it's kind of puts them about middle of the league, which is honestly where they are in the standings right now. Mm-hmm. They just have been hot lately. But that could turn on a dime at any second. They've been getting some lucky breaks, in my True. opinion. I would say in their defense that at the beginning of the season, you know, they had brought in this new manager in Savarese, and things were just, like, off the rails. They were terrible. Um, they had a whole in- big incident with uh, one of their key players, Jack Rodwell. He's he's one of their center backs. Um, he had an incident this offseason where he was on a British – morning show and they like asked him about um the league and the new coach and he like said that he hadn't talked to his new manager yet uh and he kind of like was laughing at some jokes about the league anyway it, it did not go down well and it caused some um disruption in the in the locker room and i think their whole team defense suffered because of it and i think he also got hurt so it was kind of like a triple whammy um and yeah, they were just, like, leaking goals like crazy at the beginning of the season. Uh, if I qu- recall correctly, I'm trying to pull up their their uh, schedule here, but I can't seem to do it. Did you but, say um, Jack Rodwell? Yeah. He, he used to play for, like, Birmingham City. Uh, he used to play in the in the Premier League. Oh, I'm sorry, not Jack Rodwell. Jack Ridgewell. I, yeah, that was, that was my mistake. Jack Rodwell's a different player. Rodwell, a different player, who we may talk about later coming <laughs> yeah. up as Six Watch gets closer, but I, I don't wow. believe... Jack Ridgewell, yes? Yeah. Okay. I think his name is Jack. But we'll figure it out. That's like Always every prepared. British person. Every every British guy, you, they're probably named Jack... Liam! Same dude. Same dude. Liam Ridgewell. Oh, well. Anyway, causing some issues on the back line for hey, important. blame the Hawks. I'm just totally frazzled <laughs> today. It's all Quavo's fault. This, this sucks. It is Quavo's fault. I don't like to blame Quavo for a lot of things. But I know. This might be on him. This might be on him. Um, yeah, it's – I don't know. I just feel – I feel like this Portland team just doesn't have that much to offer, I guess. it's They've had moments where they've – you know, I've seen people like all of a sudden Samuel Armenteros will show up and score mm-hmm. literally the two greatest goals of his entire life in the span of like two games. He has three goals on the year. They all came in about two games. They were all just incredible for, for whatever reason. <laughs> he had that one where he uh, flicked it behind him and like spun around the dude and the ball went the opposite <laughs> way. And then it was very Dennis Bergkamp. <laughs> right. Yeah. And totally out of nowhere. He's only has the three goals on the year. Of course they do have Diego Valeri who's been doing Diego Valeri things last year's MVP, six goals, two assists on the season. Uh, they also have Sebastian Blanco, uh, who's been very good in the attacking mid-roll. Five goals, three assists for him. Uh, Fernando Addy will also play on the wing, two goals, two assists for him. And then a few other guys kind of sprinkled in there with one other goal. 
one of their better uh, attacking midfielders, Andy Polo, who's uh, out at the World Cup. So, fortunately, it's so funny that Atlanta United does not have a single player missing at the World Cup. Uh, it seems like we should, and we we probably would in most in most World mm-hmm. Cup cycles, but uh, not this one, thankfully. So yeah, yeah. we catch a, catch a little break there. I think Portland's just one of those teams where it's kind of, it's almost hard to predict exactly how it's going to go because they've got these players like uh, Valeri especially who can just pull something out of his ass and you just yeah. never know when those moments are going to happen. Um, but he's you know that they have several players on their team like that who can just score an amazing goal out of nowhere. Um, and can change the game. So it's hard to predict how it's going to go, but I would say that we should try to kind of utilize our mobility, our youthfulness, our press, and try to, you know, they're not the most mobile team to me. I think that, you know, when you look at some of their key players, like Adi and Valeri, yeah, they're just like, they're not very mobile. So I think if you can um, leverage that against them, I think that's kind of what you want to do in games like this. Speaking of Valeri, and talking about him just being able to pull stuff out of his rear end, as Joe Patrick eloquently put it. Uh, four goals in four consecutive road matches for Valeri. So that could be something to look out for as he comes to the bins on Sunday afternoon. He's been very good in those kind of situations for, for whatever reason. For whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, they are playing with a backup keeper right now who's also been very good for whatever reason. Their boy Jake Gleason got hurt. His back has been hurt. For whatever reason, he's played about six games, and then all of a sudden, Jeff Atnella, Atnea maybe comes in, and he's been very, very good. Uh, his goals against average of .57 is the best in MLS this season so far. So that's in seven games. He hasn't played the full slate, but he's been very good in his limited time for the Timbers, which is interesting. I don't know why, but he's been good. There you go. Sure, sure. Portland, a team that likes to counter, they don't like to hold a whole lot. Of the ball, 47.5% of the Irish possession going the Timbers' way. And that kind of leads us into what we might do in this one, which is always the big question is 3-5-2, And I kind of feel like this is a game where you step on the gas. Tito's back. We saw Tito in the Open Cup. That was another big takeaway. One of the only really two takeaways you could, you could grab from it. But Tito yeah. looked very, very sharp. It looks sharp in a substitute appearance as well a little while back. So I think we see him. I think we go full throttle, and I think we see 4-2-3-1. We are reaching the halfway mark of the season with this game. It'll be 17 games, and it'd be kind of nice to get that established and just keep ramping up and ramping up until we get to MLS Cup time. You know, It'd be nice to be to be peaking in a, in a formation we feel very comfortable with at that point, you know, and, and yeah. with full firepower. At her disposal yeah. as well. Joseph Martinez will be back as well, we believe, for this one. His nose got a little banged up. I really hope he's game. wearing a black mask. Oh, it'd be so awesome. Be he needs Joseph it. taken to another level. Like that's the ultimate Joseph accessory. I've he's always been scary, you know. Mm-hmm. But to see him running at you like that, <laughs> you know, his thick thick self coming at you in a in a black mask like that. Joseph is like, so scary. Yeah, must fear. Spencer Hall pointed this out. It's the hair. The hair is so aggressive. It is. It just, it just, it kind of defines his whole character, or at least what you think of him, you know, from, from the outside. It's so mm-hmm. um, illustrative of how they he did comes that across. a lot with like fire Pokemon in the Pokemon games. 
You know, if you had like a really intimidating fire Pokemon that they had like flames or something coming out of their hair or yeah. something like that, it's it's very similar to Joseph, I think, who is absolutely a Charizard. I think. Yeah, he's he's evolved from yeah. his. He was a Charmeleon last year, uh-huh. and now he's a Charizard. Makes sense. It makes sense if you think about it or don't think about it. Please don't add us, <laughs> dear God, dear God. All right, let's move on. We're mad. We're tired. Fuck the Hawks. Um, Joseph Patrick, why should we hate the Timbers as much as we hate the Hawks right now? Because they, I, I don't know why this happens, but I feel like every time I watch a Timbers game on TV, first of all, it's like always during the day, and it freaking burns my retinas, man, trying to watch those games on TV. It's like the grass is like the brightest green I've ever seen. It's like, it, it's almost impossible <laughs> to watch the games. Uh, I don't know if it's like the direction of that the... That is the uh, oldest old man statement you have ever <laughs> said. <laughs> Good call. Good call. The uh... <laughs> Alpharetta oh, dad hates color green. God, now, I'm, now I'm internalizing everything. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's like extremely bright when you try to watch their games on TV, and it's also like extremely hot. Whenever I don't, I thought Portland was like a more of like a milder, milder temperature kind of city, being you know near the ocean or whatever. It's near the ocean, right? <laughs> So Joe Patrick in this segment has declared his hatred for the color green, the weather, and geography all in one one fell swoop. This is it's great. like yeah their their field is like a magnet for the sun. <laughs> all right then, all right. If you've never, what's your reason to hate him? Uh, well, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. But I just do want to encourage folks to keep up with Joe's weather updates from time to time. Joe Joe gives a mean weather update he's he's the mike trout of age datters for sure damn right there's there's one there's some things humans experience every day it's food drink and weather it's very important highly <laughs> underrated jesus christ all right uh so can i be you real just wait you just wait until your joints start hurting when the barometric pressure hits a certain <laughs> number you're only like Eight years older than me. I'm concerned. I'm real concerned. Anyway, can I be real with you? Can yeah. I be real? I kind of I I kind of low key have have a little bit of a crush on Portland. I don't know. I don't know. They're kind of my Western conference, my crush from afar. You know, they're they're my they're my secret secret significant other from afar. You know, sometimes you see people that like if you if you actually met them, it would probably ruin the illusion. But you see them from afar, from time to time, and you're like, man, I really, yeah, this would be great. yeah. You would just fantasize. Great. It's just like a fantasy. Exactly, exactly. And, and any actual interaction would would ruin that forever and ever, as is true with most of humanity. But Portland, in this case, I don't know. I just love. They have a great fan base. Providence Park is gorgeous. I even like their their stupid lumberjack dude who saw stuff <laughs> off when they score a goal. It is an amazing. That's like the most ML. <laughs> it's like something you would think would have been carried over from like the first edition of MLS, like nineteen ninety eight MLS. That's just stayed. But no, they just they just decided to do that in like twenty twelve, <laughs> which is incredible. <laughs> I just you I, know God. what we need. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. What was the meeting like? How did they find this man? Um, good Lord. <laughs> I do love, you know, Diego Chara is like one of my favorite. He's like my. Mm-hmm. And then Sam, Sam Armenteros too, for when he scores over these last few, few games, it's been incredible because he's a, he's a beefy dude, you know? He's definitely not like your, your uh, slight. Thick. <laughs> Hashtag thick. Uh, he's a big dude, but like he scored that huge counter to give them a win. I, I forget who was against LAFC, LAFC, and he ran immediately to to Timber Gym or whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> is it? <laughs> <laughs> is it not Timber Gym? It's that, Timber. Oh, that's that's dumb. That... Happened to you after I called Liam Ridgewell. <laughs> Jack, Jack Rodwell. <laughs> Timber Jack. Timber Jack Rodwell. That's what they're bringing him in for. That makes sense. Um, but no, they're, they're kind of cool, man. They're kind of cool. I don't know. Apparently, they travel really well, too. Y'all going to have to bring it on Sunday as far as the noise level. It's been kind of quiet lately, guys. Not really. I don't I know do. if we can't hear anything from the press box. <laughs> yeah, it, al- it always sounds quiet to us in the press yeah. box because they... We- with the Portland Timbers when it comes to the uh, Portland Seattle rivalry. Oh, I don't yeah, know I don't know why. Part I don't just hate Seattle. For sure. Cuz you're you're gunning for their you're gunning for their Twitter follower count. Sounder of the heart. Do you hear me? Do you hear me right now, Jeremiah Ocean? I am coming for your follower count. I am coming for it with a vengeance. We were only like 4,000 away. But Everybody, everybody, tell your friends. Follow Dirty South Soccer. Yeah, just to make Sam happy. Just to make me happy, please, yeah. please. Uh, but yeah, hating Seattle would be great. I don't know. Just be kind of enjoyable. But yeah, I hope we kick them. I hope we kick them on Sunday, though. No, no love there. No love there. I think we're going to as well. Let's go ahead and get to our predictions. I'm going to go ahead and say mine right off the bat. I think we just run over them. I think it's a four-one. I think it's an easy four-one. How about that? Yeah. How about that? Secret I'm- trash, Portland. Kind of along the same lines. I'm, I'm. I think our players are just going to come out hot. Like I, th- I think it'll be big day for us. Um, yeah. I, I think I, we're just getting on the right track. I think that Columbus result will give it is just gave us a ton of momentum. Anger. They want to get out of the way after this U.S. Open Cup. Yeah. Um, it, as flat as they were in the U.S. Open Cup, it feels like it'd be embarrassing to come out the same level of intensity against yeah. Portland. I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I just don't think it's going to happen. Joseph will come out with his hair on fire. Mm-hmm. What a week and a half off. Uh, you know, yeah, anyone who didn't play in the U.S. Open Cup, yeah. so. I, I think we match up well with Portland as well, so I'm, I'm going with a comfortable win. Get a win here against Portland, and then we move on to Orlando City on Saturday. Keep an eye out in your HDAD feed, folks. We may have some special content coming your way to preview and post that one. We're really excited about it. Uh, we'll, we'll be in touch. We'll be in touch. Keep up with us, guys. Keep up with us. Uh, follow Joe Patrick at jpatrick200 on Twitter. Follow me at j underscore Sam Jones for all your hot Hawks takes because uh, there are going to be plenty of them because we're still really angry about that uh, and also some soccer content from time to 
time as well. Nigeria plays tomorrow, by the way. Go Super Eagles. Up the Super Eagles forever and ever. We can beat Argentina. We can beat Iceland. We can beat Argentina. We can we can sneak in to this this quarter front or the uh, this round of sixteen here in a second. Just so you guys we, know. Sh- sh- should we talk about Argentina? Did no. you see? see? It's the end of the age, Dad. Let's just let's just get out of here. <laughs> well, we can make fun of Argentina some other time. <laughs> I wonder. I do wonder if Tata has feelings on it. But anyway, um, as someone who was run out by Argentina for not being good enough, I guess. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. How'd that work out for you guys? Doing great, huh? Doing great. Anyway, all right. This one again, four thirty Eastern on Fox, or you can head to the stadium, Mercedes-Benz Stadium as well go to the stadium this one go to the stadium it's a lot of fun guys it's a lot of fun uh but yeah that'll do it here on the h dad follow us at five strike final on twitter uh rate us like two stars or something if you're feeling it maybe maybe three maybe three vote vote on your heart vote on your heart however you feel like do that on itunes but yeah we'll catch you guys later five stripes hopefully winning this one sunday 4 30 be there bye all bye